WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. The University of Illinois is back in session for the fall. Here to report on how COVID-19 is affecting the university is WPGU's Tara Mobasher. Monday was U of I's first official day of classes for the fall semester. However, this year is expected to be conducted far differently than what we're used to due to coronavirus restrictions. Unlike universities across the country that have shut down just weeks into the semester because of an increase in cases on their campuses, the staff and faculty at U of I firmly believe that due to new testing technology developed right here on campus, students should be able to attend a hybrid of in-person and online classes. With a large amount of classes being online this semester, Zoom, the video conferencing app, has been the go-to for schools and universities across the country. On Monday, schools on the East Coast began reporting that users were unable to visit the Zoom website and were having trouble starting and joining Zoom meetings. This issue persisted and spread across the country throughout the morning. Zoom eventually responded to these complaints, identified the issue, and began working on a fix right away. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Since this summer, U of I has been implementing a rigorous testing system. WPGU's Justin Malone has more. The University of Illinois is taking unmatched measures to test the nearly 50,000 students on its campus starting this week. Utilizing a saliva-based test developed at the University of Illinois and recently FDA-approved, the school hopes to test between 10,000 and 20,000 people per day throughout the entire semester, with results returned within 48 hours. The university announced yesterday preliminary results of this regimen, claiming 60,000 students, faculty, and staff members have been tested since July, which accounts for a little over 1% of all tests done in the United States. In the past week alone, 10,000 tests have been conducted, returning only 26 positive results. University administration hopes to stay ahead of the pandemic and retain students on its campus at least until the fall break. Students are required to be tested every four days on a university-mandated schedule announced this past weekend. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. The 2020 Republican National Convention officially began Monday with a speech by Donald Trump. The incumbent nominee used his speech to issue a warning of potential voter fraud in November's general election amidst the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Following Trump's opening remarks were speeches from Charlie Kirk, founder of conservative organization Turning Point USA, and Mark and Patricia McClotsky, a St. Louis couple that made headlines earlier this summer for pointing guns at Black Lives Matter protesters marching in front of their home. Monday's convention speakers took a decidedly defensive stance following last week's Democratic National Convention. Repeatedly echoing Trump's disparaging remarks, regarding the upcoming election and a Democratic presidency under Joe Biden. Several speakers are slated to take the RNC stage over the next several days, including Vice President Mike Pence, First Lady Melania Trump, and former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani. The convention will conclude Thursday evening with an official acceptance speech from Donald Trump. Researchers in Hong Kong documented the first case of coronavirus reinfection on Monday. The 33-year-old man was infected for the second time about four and a half months after he first came down with the disease. While he experienced mild symptoms the first time around, 
he experienced no symptoms the second time. Doctors suggest that this means his immune system was better adapted for the virus after dealing with it previously. There have been reports of possible reinfections in other spots around the world, but this is the first case to be confirmed. The man picked up a different strain of the virus than he had been infected with at first, a strain that has now been circulating in Europe for around the last two months. The Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals both competed on Monday, with the Cubs traveling to take on the Detroit Tigers and the Cardinals facing Kansas City Royals. The Cubs beat the Tigers 9-3 as shortstop Javier Baez went 3-for-5 at the plate, hit two home runs, and drove three runs in for the win, while third baseman David Bodie went 3-for-5 with a home run and four runs batted in. Pitcher Alec Mills picked up a win for the Cubs, going seven innings with three earned runs and seven strikeouts. The Cardinals defeated the Royals 9-3 at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, with first baseman Paul Goldschmidt and shortstop Paul DeYoung both driving in three runs, while right fielder Dexter Fowler knocked in two runs for the win. Starting pitcher Jack Flaherty earned his second win of the season, going five innings and allowing only one hit. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. <laughs>